0: That is quite funny, isn't it? Uh, you know, if you can't sleep, put us on. We'll send you. It will send Yeah. <laughs> oh, I Fantastic. Do. I don't think she meant it
1: that way. No, no, I don't think she did. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. And welcome, everyone, to episode 69. How's it going, Dad?
0: Uh, it's going well, yeah, yeah. Good week? In another very busy week this week. It's been um, mega, really. I finished one picture and started another. Wow. And with, with other uh, quite a lot of more plans I've got too, Steve. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? After all this time, I, I would think I'd be running out of material, but I'm not. It's increasing now. I kind of got enough now to keep me going, certainly to the end of the year. We <laughs> really already yeah, idea, the ideas, and they keep flooding in. Yeah, well, we I, it come, it, some come from you know our great listeners out there. They they give me ideas, and um, others just pop into my head. Interesting. So I think it's fantastic, fantastic. Love it.
1: Good. Oh, excellent. Well, we'll. Uh... We'll talk more about those projects that you're working on perhaps next week. um,
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And just give
1: people an idea of what's to come, because last week we launched the Free Landscape course.
0: Yeah, that's gone down well.
1: Which a lot of people have signed up for, and obviously members got instant access to. And we've had some brilliant, brilliant results. I posted that one from Joni, her first ever pastel
0: painting. That was unbelievable, that was. uh, Do you know when I looked at that, Steve, I I thought she'd posted my picture back up there. (laughs) Really? It was so good, yeah. That was really good. Uh, Mind you, I don't think I've talked about this yet, have I? No, I I haven't. Um, When I decided to do that, I searched through my pictures uh, that I'd already had, which, you know, is vol- voluminous, as you know. And then I thought, okay, I'll try others. And I went through the internet with the different uh, scenes. And, you know, I in the end, I thought, what I'm look, really looking for is something that's achievable. That's the most important thing of all. When you're bringing people into the fold, so to speak, you've got to have something that's going to work. You don't want someone to pack up halfway through and say, oh, I can't do this. And and the harbour scene stood out like a of thumb to me. I thought that is a it's a very pretty picture, a really good scene, and decided to do it. And by golly, I'm glad I have when I saw the results like that. And that's not the only one. I've I've seen a, a two or three others that have come through, and they are stunning. Yeah. So well done, everyone.
1: Well done, yes. And to get on that so quickly, I mean, it it hadn't been up merely a few days, and people were so inspired they just immediately cracked oh. on and and finished it.
0: It's quite a quick project, though Steve. It doesn't take that long to do mm. you know you know from the video it wasn't that long it, It's quite instant and you don't there's it, not a great deal of build ups you know it's only the sky really that really and perhaps the water that needs building up, but otherwise it's just laying color one color on top of another mm. and um you know it, quite simplistically, yeah. so that's the reason I think it's uh, it, it's gone down and on land quick. But that's exactly what I want you to do. It's the same with the kitten. That that was uh, quite a quick project. Yeah. And uh, that's brought a lot of people into uh, into the fold. Yeah and I'm sure the landscape's gonna do well.
1: Definitely, definitely. So well done everyone on that picture. Okay, let's uh, let's crack on with some feedback. The first one we have today is from Christine. And she's got a suggestion actually here as well. She says, right. um, I was wondering if you could show us how to do a red poppy. I would like to do a card for a friend with it being the anniversary of the first world war. Of course it's a hundred years, isn't it? The hundred year anniversary this year of the first world war. Yeah. And, um, she says, goes on to say you and Steve did another excellent podcast last week. You bring a smile to my face each Friday with your humor. You make me feel as if we are all part of a huge family of friends. Fridays would be dull if you decided to stop. Thank you all for both the hard work you have done and to your site, you must not get any time to rest
0: <laughs> that's absolutely true <laughs> isn't it yeah um I mean I was talking to you last night wasn't I and we I've been at it since about seven in the morning and I mean not all day I mean I, I do pop out and um, you know I, I do rest occasionally but I was still at it and we were still at it late in the <laughs> evening and we were saying that uh, Ours is a, almost a twenty twenty four seven. Almost,
1: yeah. Well, we were, we, were, we were talking, weren't we? About it was about ten past five, and you were saying you needed to ring someone, and and no, uh, so. and you said, oh, they have probably gone now. It's gone five, and I said, yeah, no, we're so. not the usual nine to fivers, are we? <laughs> we don't think that way.
0: <laughs> i wouldn't want it to be though you know i've been self-employed for a great many years i don't know i I don't know I i could probably work it out but it's certainly a long time yeah and i wouldn't have it any other way i know you work harder you do work harder but you work for a purpose and a reason and i love it and and what we're doing now particularly is just a way of life, Steve, and I'm sure you agree with that. Yeah. I mean, but, you've got other, other irons in the fire as well. So you've got not only this, which I know you really enjoy, but you've also got your acting, which I know you really enjoy. So, boy, can't get better than that.
1: Yeah, yes, it's, you're very right, Christine, and um, thanks for your, your kind comments about the podcast. So she wants to know how to do a poppy.
0: I think that's a great idea. And and I've got to apologise, Christine. She's asked me a couple of times about this, and I have been inundated with, um, as you can imagine. So I haven't really got round to answering it yet. But I agree with her. It is, um, uh, for us in, in the UK and other parts of the world, uh, we have, um, you know, a great affinity with the poppy. And I think it would be rather nice. So I am looking into it. And I think we can probably look at that going as possibly, a, certainly a video, but even an exercise sheet as well, because I think people would like to do that. And you know what red, I've mentioned red many times as being a difficult color, and yeah. it is, so that would be really good. But, but we did the cherries, and we did the berries on the holly, didn't we? Yeah. And, and they came out really well, so I think the poppy is going to be stunning. Mm.
1: Good. So good suggestion, Christine. Good one. So the next one we have is from Michelle, and this came on Facebook. Thank you for your teaching and availability for your students. It's my first week as a member, and I have finally found my way. I've always loved drawing, but discovering this medium is my aha moment, like my purpose in life. I find peace in drawing with pastel pencils, and the techniques you explain are easy to understand. It opens up a world to discover, to see... Uh, and, and see with different eyes thank you again because now i know i can really draw realistic subjects and get to a goal i dreamed of since i was a kid i'm posting an example of before and after of the eyes exercise you are an amazing artist
0: i bet a few of them Steve. well aha moments yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have too have you <laughs> yeah they're brilliant <laughs> they're great that they're, i i know exactly what she means though the ah uh, it, it, it's like a, a gigantic light bulb suddenly bursts in your head you think wow yeah and uh it it is great and uh i i can understand exactly what she's feeling and it's lovely to hear it too and uh, the eyes were great
1: i well, saw they, those that was incredible. what a transformation i mean that is unbelievable
0: and you know, I'm not surprised. You know, when you see when you do something like that, and you 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 think, oh, I, I don't know whether I can do this, and then you do it. And we know that the pastel pencil is capable of do of helping you to achieve that aha moment. Then how wonderful is it to look yeah. back on it and think? I mean, I've many many years ago when I was doing my my uh, classes and more to classes than the workshops, but it did happen in the workshops too. I had the students actually uh, putting their pictures that they would half completed in case of workshops on their, um, on standing up, you know, somewhere in their house so they could actually see it and view it. And I certainly know this has happened with my classes. And I used to say, you should do that. You should look back and admire and Um, revel almost in your achievement because there's nothing wrong with that it's nothing to do with blowing your own trumpet nothing to do with being big headed it's something that you've achieved and when you achieve something like that you really need to crow about it maybe just to yourself I mean other people don't want to hear it all but you should say do you know what I've done a fantastic job I'm so pleased with what I've done Mm. and the next picture I'm going to do better and it's it can it, it doesn't only happen with us. It happens with musicians as well, as songwriters, I'm sure, and actors to a certain extent. You would you would do a good performance and so on. We must crow about what we do and, and revel in it. Yeah,
1: that's enough of that. Absolutely right. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a message back to Michelle because. I'd like to maybe take both of those pictures and put that on the blog uh, under an example of, of what you can do with pastel pencils and how, like, how you can have those moments and what it can do because it really was a hell of a transformation. So
0: It's well-deserved, well Steve, and I agree with you.
1: Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So moving on to the next one is from – what's the next one?
0: Karen, is it? Karen,
1: yes, Karen. So, hi Colin, thank you so much for your reply. So she asked you, um, she's doing a, a Jack Russell Terrier. Um, she's having right. choo- ch- trouble choosing the right colours. Now you sent uh, colours, you may as well just mention these out. Um, so for a Jack Russell Terrier, you mentioned for the light red slash orange fur, you would use 103, 109, 184, 113, and for the medium orange Red fur, you would use uh, 109, 113, 184, 283, and then add 192. And for dark orange red fur, you would use 113, 283,
0: 192, and one double nine. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, yeah. Can I just uh, interject there? The, the Jack Russell that um, Karen had sent me was one of those very rich colors now I've got a feeling though that the photography or the the photograph showed it up maybe a little bit more red orange than it really was it almost like a goldy color Um, but having said that if that's the picture you're going to work from you've got to follow those um, guidelines you can't you can't say oh well it's not as bright as that so I won't make it as bright as that you have to do what you see otherwise you're in trouble with other tonal values. Anyway, now the reason, um, you see, we've got three different shades. We've got light, red, orange, fur. We've got medium, orange, and red fur. And then we've got the dark, orange, and red fur. Now, with those three, what the first one, where you've got um, a light, you I put 103 on first, right? Then we've got 109, 184, 113. So you've got a light base, the uh, the ivory 103 would have created the light base. And when you get to the medium colour, you cut out the, the ivory. ivory. Yeah, yeah. See how it works? So you then start with the 109. That's your base colour. Then it's 113, 184, 283. But now we're adding 283 and 192 on to, tagging on, Yeah, which we didn't need in the first uh, with the light orange fur. Now, with the dark one, we cut the 109 out. Yeah, so now I see? We start out with 1, 1, 2, 1, 1, 113, 283, And we also add a touch of one double nine. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't put one double nine in the medium, you can't put it on the light, obviously. But you see that the, the logic to this and how this works out. And the build up. It is, it's actually, that is a really good little lesson I've just given you there because you're seeing how. To start with, because you've got light, you have it as a light base. But you don't use too strong a colour at the end. 113 is not that strong. But on the medium, you start. You cut out that one o three. So you don't want a light colour. You start with one o nine. You still got to start with a base colour. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble when you get into the dark, the um, really dark colours. And with uh, the dark orange red fur, you cut out one o nine and you start with one one three. Again, you've got to have a base colour. Mm. so i think it's it's interesting and this is where we get so much um, uh, information coming from our members and in karen's case she put this forward but um oh could you help me Colin? yes but look what we've got out of it yeah and other people now have benefited by that as well but it's the it's the logic to that Mm. that i really would like to take on board maybe if you've got if you're listening to a podcast you um read listen to what i just said
1: yeah make a note it's, of those colors i would do that and
0: then on on spare paper pl- you know apply that it's good fun
1: yeah yeah it's, it's really interesting actually i'm glad we just touched on that so karen's email was in response to that saying thank you so much for your reply, which i didn't expect on a sunday now that just goes to show that we really do work yeah, absolutely. any day <laughs> and any time Um, I'm very grateful indeed for your advice and will try the colours you suggest. My heartfelt thanks to you once again, Colin, and may I take this opportunity to thank you and your son, Steve, for the wonderful podcasts. The Banter Between You Two is a joy to listen to and I have all the podcasts saved onto my iPad so that I can listen to them whilst I'm working on my pastels and also with earphones on when I can't sleep. I laugh along with, with both of you and I learn a lot too. It's like having two great friends nearby, just wonderful.
0: Oh, that's lovely. That that made me laugh actually. Yeah, that is quite funny, isn't it? Uh, you know, if you can't sleep, put us on. We'll send you. Fantastic. Think, I don't think
1: she meant it that way. No, no, I don't think she did. <laughs> oh, and that's right. that's really well nice to hear. I mean, yeah, that's really that's what
0: a, what a compliment. It is. Oh yes, yes, and I um, think. you know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes. It tickled us. It has, yes. Okay, it has.
1: okay. Uh, right. Let's dive on to some questions. You've got, uh, you've got one here, haven't you? From... I have.
0: This is from Martin. Hello, Colin. Hello, Steve. I must start by saying how good your podcast is. I listen to you both nights. Hello, we got another one. <laughs> you both most most nights on my iPod. I've only just again someone. You know, we send someone else to sleep. We didn't realise that. Yeah. <laughs> I've only just caught up with your latest episode after just two weeks, eh?
1: Blimey, so has he been catching no, up for yeah,
0: two weeks? Yes, yeah, he's listened to he's a He's been
1: binge-listening to us. <laughs> he's
0: just been That's listening to us on a binge. I have to wait, and, I have to wait weekly now, but all this, uh, perhaps oh. we ought to do a daily one, Steve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that idea out there, God knows. Anyway, but
0: all the same, I enjoy looking forward to hearing it. I think your explanation, attitude, and drive is brilliant. Anyway, my question. come to the question now. Anyway, my question is: How do you scale up your original photographs to work from? I've heard that you mentioned trace down paper. Actually, yes, it's trace down. Yeah, I, you could call it paper. Yeah. Uh, before, but I've never tried it. The way I've been doing it is by placing a ruler on my laptop screen and gridding it up by a millimetre. Wow! Using the paint program. And simply copy the image from my laptop. That is That's labor intensive. Yeah. Wow. Um, it does work for me, but for some reason seems to be unprofessional. I don't to do with unprofessional. Don't even mention that word. I'll come back to that in a minute. Just wondering what your thoughts and different experiences at this are. Keep up the great work. You too. And thank you, Martin. Now that opens up so many questions, really. Let's just go, let's do it piecemeal here. Now, he, he mentioned that uh, he uses a rule on his laptop screen and gridding it up. Now, that, that's really labor-intensive. Uh, I mean, if you want to carry on doing it, do. But I wouldn't do it. It's far really easier to get a, a picture. If, you, if you've got a photograph, scan it in. If it's on the computer already, it's there. And bring it up on a publisher program. That's what I would do. And then you can scale it up and down from there. You can either make it bigger or you can make it smaller. And then you can – there's several things you can do with it then. You can either print it out. Once you've got the size – let's imagine you have. You've got exactly the size you want. Print it out on your computer. It will come out that size on your sheet of cartridge paper. Now, when you've got that, you've got two choices. You can either use a square drawing, one of our square drawing grids, and place it over the photograph – and work from there. That's much easier than going through all your laptop and all that. And onto spare paper. So you've got, you're have got you working from uh, looking through the grid onto your photograph. It's all split up into squares. And then you work on grid paper the same size. That's important because I know that we do, you can scale up with a square drawing, but really in a situation like this, you don't need to. You can just go to the size you want and then put your inch grid on and go directly through to uh, the paper grid, and proceed until you've finished it. You're only drawing outlines, after all. i mentioned this before, where you really only need to do outlines. You don't need to do too much detail. Wait, wait for the pastel pencil to do that. You want the the the, um, the borders, the way you know the, the 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 detail of the eye. Really, only need to do the, the outside uh, rim and the pupil, and the light in the eye, maybe. That's all you need. Everything else you can use the pencils for. So that's what I would do. Um, now, I said there are several ways to do it. Another way of doing that is that you could put that photo, that put that put sheet of paper directly on your pastel paper, line it up, and tape it at the top. I always tape mine at the top. Uh, so you, you've got a, a flap, you can lift it up. Then you could either put trace down, which is a... a graphite carbon face down on your pastel paper between your line drawing that you've just drawn out Mm -hmm. and your pastel paper and then trace through on trace down you'll get a graphite image that way uh, which could um, be erased if you wish to the other way of doing it which i always have thought would be a better way is to use a black carbon using a black carbon is indelible so you can't rub it out But it does give you a permanent mark. And do it the same way. Put the carbon in between, face down on your pastel paper, but between your own line drawing. And then transfer it through that way. Take it easy, though, because carbon can be very bright. So you want to. This is why I like a flat. When you just do the first few lines, uh, check it that you're not too strong. If you are too strong, make the. line a little lighter and keep doing that until you get the exact uh, shade that you're looking for. Bear in mind, pastel pencil can go over quite uh, most of the pastel work that we do. But if you're working on a light color, you would have a problem there because the, the black carbon would be too bright. Anyway, that's what I would do.
1: And it's interesting there. Um, I think worth noting about the publisher program, if people haven't got publisher, then a word processor like Word or, um, pages for Mac or open office if you've got a word processor and you want to scale up your image you can just insert it into a document, a blank document and increase the size you know from the corner you know
0: absolutely yeah I think there's so many um, ways Steve you can do that and uh, I'm sure if, if they haven't you know if they have a problem I'm sure someone would help them with it but that's a really great way of going about it I did say there was another way, didn't I? And this is a cheats way. Now we would, um, Martin was talking about being unprofessional, and I pahooed that. Really, it doesn't really matter how you get your drawing. Even the professional artists, I've got to tell you, and this is giving away a trade secret. All professional artists, no, let's put that. Most professional artists use drawing aids. Now I must. You probably think that's just. How can a professional artist use a drawing aid? Well, I do, and I'm a professional artist. I use square drawing. Uh, Other people have their own ways of doing it, and I know this for a fact because I do know quite a number of artists. Now, it doesn't apply to everything. When I'm doing a landscape, for instance, I will use a square drawing for the buildings, maybe, Uh, but when it comes to distant hills, trees, skies, water, I I freehand draw. So, to a certain extent, it's freehand drawing. And the reason I do that is, is accuracy. But even with a square drawing, when I do a square drawing, say, of a building, I will only do it very lightly. I'll, I'll square it out lightly, and then I redraw. I redraw it because I had things, take things away, and so on. But what that does, it gives you the um, lines, the perspectives, you know, it's really important to do that. I mean, I'm talk- if it was a very simple little building, you wouldn't need it. I'm talking about a complicated, you know, a stately home, something like that, where you'd need to have some kind of help. <laughs> now, with animals, this is even more important. I have seen animals, um, certainly um, that could have done with a square drawing system being used, uh, not to put it too... Uh, I don't want to decry people's work, but I've seen some pretty awful animal work. And it's because people uh, or artists think, I don't need a square drawing. I don't need any drawing. Ends. I can do it by ear, by eye. The problem is their eyes may have not been quite right. You know, they, they, they don't see it quite as we do. So when we look at the picture, you think that's slightly wrong. Their eyes are wrong. Now, how awful is that? So the square drawing side is a really good idea, and uh, I don't want to go on and on and on about it, but that is the way that I do it.
1: It's not unprofessional um, is basically what you're saying, to use any uh, aids. Or... Uh,
0: how can it be, un- if I do it, how can it be unprofessional? Because I'm a professional artist.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely. And I've heard other, um, heard other artists in other podcasts I listen to and things like that, and they, they say exactly the same thing, exactly the same.
0: There we are, and so forget that. So I'm quite right to be wholly unprofessional. Bit as long as it's the, the thing is, the drawing is only the, a small part of it. It's the colouring and the the developing of a picture that's the most important thing of all. The drawing, the outline drawing. And that's why I consider only doing a very light outline. I don't and and, a, and a, almost a sketch really, without any details in it, because the details can be worked in. You can work them, you can work the colours in and the design in according to your own thoughts and imagination. Anyway, so that's what I would do. I did also mentioned, there was, what did it, no, I didn't. I've, I've covered it. I think I've covered that, I? know <laughs> I
1: think you have. I think I Let's have not have go it, on actually. anymore for that. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to another
0: one. Oh, I will do. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, okay, martin Anyway, thank you, Martin. Great. I'm glad you love the podcast and uh, you can see the value of it, can't you? On, on today's program, it's just enough to convince people how useful it is. Yeah. Oh, I've got another. This is from Meg. And this is another interesting one. I think she's just started. Actually, I believe Meg was um, a watercolour artist who's trying out pastel pencils. Anyway, the question I got was, do you have to use a fixative when using both watercolour and pastels? Thank you. I think your videos are fantastic. Thanks, Meg. Thanks for the compliment. And do I use a fixative? Well, Everybody knows. Everybody's um, probably screaming at their, pod, uh, their iPods. Know, probably know. Know. <laughs> they could all answer this question for me, couldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I'll just go over it again because, in fairness, this is the first time Meg's really come across this. Um, no, I don't use a fixative. I don't like to use a fixative. Um, we are, in fact, uh, can I re- reveal this, Steve? Well, We're you going can, to be doing min- a, a feature on this.
1: We are going to be doing a little feature on this. Right aren't we okay. we're going to, we're going to yeah, be showing a demonstration of what happens when you fix your picture
0: yeah and you'll see that it doesn't work
1: it, everything that we've been harping <laughs> on about for the last year yeah. or two years about fixative is is presented in this video and it's not and i we honestly didn't i didn't know what the results were going to be when we did this demonstration but
0: it is absolutely right yeah yeah well, there we are so you don't need a fixative but even more important though <laughs> The watercolour and pastels business. Now, if you were to use a fixative on watercolour, you'd completely ruin it. You'd uh, so imagine just spraying watercolour. Now, in watercolour and pastels, most of the most of the work is in the watercolour side. As you know, if you've watched the Quinton picture of mine, it's all watercolour. You you put the watercolour, and all the, all the pastels really do is just enhance what you've done with watercolour. So, if you sprayed that. Okay, sure, you would um, fix the picture and it wouldn't smudge, but it would look absolutely dreadful. You're working on... And when you're using watercolour too, you're working on white paper. You're not using colour paper like we are when we use pastel pencils. So you've got white paper and you can imagine. And in, in the sky, situation in the sky, uh, you're really um, quite... St- st- it's quite light, even when you put the pastel pencil over the top, which I did with um, what was that other one I did? Scotty Castle, didn't I? Yeah, that was very impressive. It's very, very limited amount of pastel goes on top of it. So when you spray it, that would turn yellow. Oh, Folks, it would turn yellow, and you think, oh my god, what have I done? I've spent all this time, and now I've ruined it. it. Does actually, if you did, if you did the same thing with just a pastel painting on sand colored paper with uh, a sky in the same idea it wouldn't be quite as yellow as it would with with watercolor but it would still turn dull and hard and gray so imagine gray dull sky it just it just it
1: flattens it doesn't it it flattens that's the best example i can't wait this is something that will be coming in the next few weeks i should think we'll get we'll have a video up do you know
0: what i i, I used to mention to my, my class when they mentioned these and, and my workshop people as and i used to i've just just popped into my mind i used to say it's like you ironed it yeah you've ironed your paper and that's exactly how it looks yeah, when you finish it can me. you imagine being, putting your picture in iron up uh, placing an iron over it yeah. And, and, and compressing it so it all goes, as you say, flat. Yeah. Flat dull. So yeah. I think probably you get the idea now that we don't. Prefer, like that. I prefer yeah. not to use fixative.
1: <laughs> we get asked that question almost daily.
0: Yes, and, and I understand the answer. Now, if you were using soft pastel, you've got a slightly different get the fish together there. And the reason, i tell you the reason why it, it is. With soft pastel, it's a bit flaky. Even when you put it on, you know, you, and, and, and you rub it with your finger on you've still got a certain amount of looseness, if there's such a word, to a pastel, a soft pastel painting. So therefore, if you fix that, not you've got a bigger pigment, a better pigment anyway, so it would it wouldn't discolor like it does with pastel pencil, which is more translucent. But it stops it from from falling. And I don't know whether you've ever seen I've seen it many times on a, a, a soft pastel painting, and you see little bits on the mount. You know where it collects when the picture's framed because it flakes off. You get little little telltale signs of flaking, and fixing stops that. So I suppose if I was doing if I was doing a uh, a pastel soft pastel painting, uh, it would be have a there would be a reason why you would fix
1: and also the pigmentation is higher.
0: Absolutely, so Until you don't get the same yeah, problem. It's lighter pencil, it, yeah, yeah pastel pencil by its very nature, and and why I love it so much is because it is translucent. It has a quality about it which is oh, people can't believe when they see it. Yeah okay
1: good that's good uh it's a good answer there. well done
0: good i'm i'm pleased i'm pleased you think so good. okay but well I've got my money today right? i think you have and i'm going to call it a day there
1: um so if you've got a question for the show then you can send it to us via the contact page on our website uh, colinbradleyart.co.uk we haven't also had a speak pipe in a while. If anyone wants to leave us a speak pipe message, then they can um, by using the send voice message button, which is in the bottom left-hand corner of our website. And uh, you can just use your inbuilt mic and uh, tell us how what you think of the show. And if you've got a question, you can speak it to us and we'll play it on the show.
0: Yeah, please do that. That'd I'd love to hear from you. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I think that's it for this week. As we've mentioned, we've got some things coming up. Perhaps we'll talk about that next week. I should be down for the next show. So, we'll uh, be in the studio and we can record on the mics, which would be nice. Good. And anything
0: else, I think, Dad? You, you all good? I'm exhausted, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm going
1: to have to lie down now. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve
0: Bradley. And I'm uh, uh, Colin Bradley. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week. <laughs> 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 you up there, did you, it
1: again. Yes, try and get it. right. Take two. Right, okay. Ready? It's because we Enjoy can't see each week. other. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, three. I two. Much, Steve. <laughs> one. Enjoy. I think do, you, uh, or do you want to do it again? <clears throat> I'll tell you what.
0: Start from I'm Stephen Bradley bit.
1: Okay, I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. Yay! (laughs)